Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Research Roundtable, a new podcast devoted to creating a culture of responsible conduct and integrity in research here at the University of Florida. I'm Michelle Leonard, the Assistant Director for Education and Training Programs in UF Research, and I'm joined once again by my co-host Martin Noguera, who is a research administrator in the Department of Anesthesiology at the UF College of Medicine. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Glad to be back on the show. January is National Mentoring Month, so we're taking this opportunity to discuss the art of mentor and mentee relationships in the research setting. This is the second of four episodes we'll be doing on mentoring, and today's focus is on the graduate student experience. That's right. And here to help us dive in and explore the experience are Daniela Castaneda, a PhD student in animal sciences, and Luana Dantas Queiros, a PhD student as well in agronomy. And we're very lucky to have them both. Daniela and Luana are at the IFIS North Florida Research and Education Center in Mariana, Florida. So they came all the way down to Gainesville today for this podcast, total of three hours drive south. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me here. Excited to be here. Thank you. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Okay, so my first question will be for Luana. Can you please provide a little background on yourself and how you got into the research in agronomy? Oh, sure, Uh, definitely. Uh, Well, I am from Brazil, and at the end of my undergrad, I came to the U.S., to University of Florida, to Mariana, actually, to do my internship. And then I went back to Brazil, came back as a research scholar for one more year. And then, so I knew that I liked research. So, and then I started my master's. And my internship and my master's was also with Dr. José Dubey. He's also from Brazil. He's my advisor and my mentor. And he's amazing. So I stayed for a PhD. Awesome. Daniela. Uh, same question, a uh, little background on yourself, and how did you get into research in your field of animal sciences? Um, so I'm from Colombia. I was born and raised in Bogota, which is the capital city. And I got interested in this area of working with um, livestock animals since I was little because of my father always liked it, and he always had his farms, and that's when I got in love and passionate about animals. Um, I did my first internship in research in, back in 2018 when I was about to finish my undergrad in animal sciences in Colombia. I had the opportunity to come to UF and work with a professor in the animal science department in a ruminant nutrition lab. After that experience, like I knew that this was the path that I wanted to go with, and then I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Angela Gonella, which is Colombian, and I met her back in Colombia before she started working here, and that's when things uh, work out, and I was able to start my master's in 2019. I graduated last summer, and this was my first semester of my PhD. Congratulations. Thank you. So both of you as graduate students wear both hats of a mentee and a mentor. So Luana, as a graduate student wearing those hats, uh, can you discuss your role as a mentee in your lab and how it shaped your guiding principles as a mentor? 
That's a really good question. And sometimes uh, we have to be both at the same time. So it's quite interesting because you're there discussing with your advisor. That's in my case, it's my mentor. And then after that, you go straight and talk to, you know, interns or anyone um, that is working, even your colleagues, your um, the other students as well, because sometimes you get there before, so you have to show them um, how the things work in your lab per se. And it's it's quite wonderful to be honest, because um, I think we have good examples um, there at ANFRC in Mariana, um, and then. In, in the case of my advisor, he's patient. He's always encouraging you and showing you around. So I think you kind of observed that uh, behavior and you want to do the same for the people that are coming, you know. My experience with Dr. Iconella as me being a mentee is a really good experience. I think I have had the opportunity to learn really basic things to more complex and she has always been available and willing to teach me, explain me. She gives most of her time like, to make sure I'm learning and doing the things the right way. And as Luana was saying, like you copy those things from them and then you are able to do the same with your mentees. Right. So having a positive relationship with your mentor in open and honest communication, that trickles down when you're the mentor to the mentees. Yeah, definitely. Those are great qualities. I have to agree. All right. Luana, can you talk a little about your experience as a mentee and what were your expectations going in, if any, uh, when you first started your research experience at North Florida Research and Education Center? When I first started, as I mentioned, I started as an intern. So it is good to, to get to know everybody. And also some people, such um, Lisa was there, um, Davi and Eric, for instance, they were my mentors because they were graduate students at the time when I was an intern. And they also showed me around together with um, Dr. Dubay. So they were crucial for me and not only I had my advisor, but I also had three graduate students help me out, showing me around. So it it helped me a lot. <laughs> it sounds good, Luana. How about you, Daniela? Um, so for me, when I started uh, my research experience, as I mentioned before, the first one was when I did my first internship. Research was kind of a completely world to me. Um, I did not have that much experience in research when I was back in Colombia. So it was kind of, uh, that experience was decisive for me. So my biggest expectation was to have someone that could help me or teach me and guide me through things without um, like pushing me, but in a good way. And it was also important to me to know like I will be able to met her expectations. And I think at some point this is more important because you want to make sure that you're being productive and that you're helping your mentor. So for me, uh, being able to understand her expectations has been uh, very important because that also drives you to know like how to do things, how to work. So, so far, my experience as a, men- like, as a mentee has been 
amazing. Awesome, Daniela. Luana, how has your experience as a mentee in the lab, I guess, trickled down to you as a mentor? Um, do you follow like the same qualities as your mentor and you disseminate that over to your mentees? My, my experience so, so far has been also really great. I cannot complain. And of course, it drives you. Um, if you think about um, a person who's always encouraging you behind the scenes, not only um, caring about what is going on on the research side, but it's also how class is going. Are you enjoying your classes? Let's see, um, we we have um, this grant and this proposal, or we, we got some funds to do something. So a person who's always um, my advisor, in this case, he's always um, asking you to think outside the box. So it's always also asking you, so Luna, what's your opinion? Even though you know he knows what he's doing, he wants to, to hear from you mm-hmm. and encourage you to, um, but do you think it's right if we do that way? Or that? And I, I know he knows what is right, and you know, but he's always bringing you, um, not only um, encourage you to always, to always you know, be better, but he always, also had time. Right. And so for those of you listening who do not know, Mariana is about three hours north in rural Florida in the Panhandle. And so your location has multiple departments. You have agronomy, you have animal sciences, and and a few other departments. So you're really immersed in all of these different research cultures. And then yet you are working all together. So that communication, the expectations, um, are, are there any unique challenges maybe that you see up in Mariana that you wouldn't have down in, in Gainesville or um, some, some benefits of working closely uh, w- with your mentors because you have all of their attention and there's no competing interests, say, that they may have in Gainesville? So I think um, we do have some benefits from this experience we have there because the relationship we build with our mentors uh, can be a little bit stronger or that bond goes beyond just uh, being uh, their students uh, because at some point we kind of being like end up being our family. So being in the research station in a city that is small, it's not a big city, um, we get to hang out most of the weekends together. So I think building those uh, personal relationships also helps you to strengthen your um, relationship when it comes to work. So it teaches you or somehow you learn to to, to see how your professor is on the outside from the workplace. So it gives you like that chance to be more confident with them, be able to talk with them about any topic, any personal issue, because at some point they advise you with everything. It's you know, just work related. Sometimes you might be having uh, a personal or a family issue that you're not feeling um well, you're sad because maybe something bad is happening, but they're always there also for those situations. It sounds like a very welcoming environment, I have to say. It does, and it seems for people who are new to look at these positive relationships 
both from the mentor to, to the mentee, that leads them to to be a better mentee. So when they step into that mentor role at the graduate level, uh, they're prepared and, and they're immersed in that culture that you've created up in Mariana. One of the good things there, it's also like for then it's the same, but our advisors, they have the open door policy. So let's say you are having a trouble right there in the lab. And I think that's one of the benefits of the regs. You're performing an analysis, let's say, and then your advisor is right there in the corner, two doors after the lab. So, hey, professor, I'm having these and these, and he'll be there. No, no, I can join you and, and, and check it. So not only for that, but for all, all the other um, things that Danny mentioned before. So this is great, and and it is our family. Yeah, that is great. And I, I remember undergraduate, I must have seen the professor about a handful of times and she was based in Japan most of the time and I was doing uh, biogeochemistry in the Everglades so I would have loved that open door policy <laughs> so not every relationship between mentees and mentors are are positive or work out has there been any challenging situations uh, what advice do you have for other graduate students who face some challenges with their mentees or mentors, if any? Well, looking back since my undergrad, I was blessed. I never had any bad experience, but we always hear, right, someone uh, mentioning something or the advisor wasn't present or they didn't read my work or I am lost. I don't know what to do. What is the lab? <laughs> like those kind of things. It's incredible to think that this actually happens, right? But I advise if I, if a person can search well, not only the field that you want to dive in, because the master's I know it's only two years, but you want two years of good experience, I assume, right? Nobody wants to, right. to have a, um, a bad experience. So talk to students that I'm in contact you know, through email or try to talk to your advisor, um, tell him or the person who wants that, who, who you want to be your advisor. So in my case, um, my relationship with my mentors has been amazing. Um, that open door policy has been uh, very important, like being able to, like, have them to be available at any time you have any question or any doubt and also having um, mentors that um, understand everything you know like they understand you're a human they understand you need a rest they understand uh, those things are key yeah like your limitations or your uh, abilities so uh, that's been an amazing experience for me as a mentee since I started my, my master's until today. But in the case of being a mentor, uh, I didn't know I was becoming a mentor. <laughs> you know, like it was a transition that uh, I didn't know it was happening. Uh, I never thought about it until like we were discussing all of the topic today. Um, because Sometimes like things are just flowing that you don't think like, okay, I'm being a mentor to the new students, to the new interns. Um, and at some point I figured out it's 
being it's not like a bad challenge but it's like actually a fun challenge to be able to be a mentor to new people uh learn from their cultures learn from their backgrounds because uh with this experience i had to learn that not everyone is the same each one is a different world and and it's been challenging the by the way that i have to see that one student it's going to learn one way but probably the other one won't learn the same way or probably one it takes longer than the other one so uh those challenges have give me like the capacity to to be more patient right and there's a spectrum yeah how would you assist that student in order to help them and have them achieve the goals so i think One of the keys is to be available and I always tell them ask me whatever you want. Ask me from the most simple thing to the most complex. They know they can text me, they know they can call me like I'm always open to help with anything. So kind of having that same open door policy that your mentor had. Yeah, this is one thing I learned from my mentor that I think it's pretty important it's to know that we're all the same. I'm your your advisor, uh, but I I'm the same as the new student, the old student. It doesn't matter if you're a PhD, master's, or intern, or if it's a staff. You have to respect everyone the same way. I agree. I can't agree with you more. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, uh, Daniela, Luana. Um, how about you? Let's say I'm struggling in your lab and. Uh, I'm your mentee and I can't get the PCR to work <laughs> for some reason. How would you be able to assist me? No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm just saying that, um, well, um, you know, I always try to always ask me if anything I can teach you, you know, in four different ways or five different ways. As long as you tell me that you understood the assignment or something like that, I'll be always happy to 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 assist you and always be there for you. So if you're having any trouble, I will go with you. We will walk through every single step. These little things, they, may, they make a difference. So basically understand that um, not everybody has the same background as you, right. you know. Uh, people learning different frequencies or anything, and you have to actually make yourself understandable. Yeah, in addition to that, I think it's important also to be open for any feedback. Um, sometimes, like, we think, oh, what I'm doing, it's the right way. Uh, kind of, this is the way it is. Uh, And sometimes it's hard when someone tells you, oh, no, let's do it this way. And it's not because you don't trust that person, but it's because I have been doing this this way and it have worked. And but then when you see someone want to change something, it might be like, I freak out. I'm like, is this going to work? No. Is <laughs> so I think it's important to be open to those feedbacks that um, mentees can bring to you. In- interpreting different cultures and the way they communicate, I think it's uh, cultural competence um, goes a long way. For instance, we, we I have an example. Um, we have a professor from Brazil. She's doing a sabbatical here. And 
her husband came and he has a business background but he's also a volunteer in my lab and he's a businessman so imagine he's helping us with the forage work like a new world you know to him is he selling the tomatoes and the peanuts no so imagine <laughs> how, how funny it's an interdisciplinary fun environment but so let's say we were doing we were doing something for my master's um, I was washing some roots and stuff like that. And he came to me and he said, why don't we do that way? You know, mm -hmm. and it's not about just the science behind it, but he, you know, people will also, they will also help you out with other stuff. Look, this way we can do that faster, not wrong, but faster, you know, but, you know, be able to, to give you that feedback. So you have to be open to to I could easily say no you don't you know nothing about what I'm doing here but he was talking about the technical portion of the thing so people can always add you have to understand that they can add you know if it's in the technical perspective if it's in science personal professional so this you know so you have to be open right I, I think that that shapes the future of research and it sounds it sounds amazing what what you both are doing over there at the IFAS North Florida Research Education Center. Right, so Martin is my co-host. Thank you so much for this episode and definitely Luana and Danny, thank you for driving all the way down here to share not only your experiences, but giving us some advice. And we really appreciate that, especially on the mentoring and mentee side. Of course, and thank you for inviting me to be a part of this conversation. It's been wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Great. Thank you. This podcast is produced by UF Creative Works and made possible by a grant from the Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Research Integrity. I also want to thank my grant team, who are people across UF campus, including CTSI, UF Research, the Center for Undergraduate Research, and a group of volunteers who are interested in research integrity called the Research Ambassadors. They help develop the content and sometimes serve as co-hosts on this podcast. And Finally, we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions about any of the podcasts so far or want to hear about different topics on research integrity, shoot me an email at podcast at research.ufl.edu. Thank you.